The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. I was also gonna go talk to the horses again and tell them not sure. to kick anyone to death. What's the worst thing that could happen? You kind of look like Borat. So he went to a mighty eagle and convinced it to help him and plucked forth the salmon of glory from the seas. A, a mystical salmon whose, whose blood granted uh, glory and honor and he that, that eagle dribbled that blood all over him, and he just charmed the pants off of everybody when he walked in. There's one thing Cassia knows, it's all the orphans. I'm so nervous the horses Don't. are gonna kick somebody to death. <laughs> so is she just like helping you move a couch or something? I am the, just I'm the boss. Wow, you wanna like come in and talk about it? Not at all. <laughs> this uh, is cool. Why must their actions have consequences? Episode 40? We've done 40 of these? You're darn tootin' we have, and we ain't showing no signs of stopping, neither. Hey, did you hear our friendly neighborhood DM Sam get interviewed on the podcast Vermont Favorites? You should check it out. And, while we're talking about other podcasts, here's a message from our friends over at the Legion of Renan. Hey there, podcast listeners. Are you a fan of real play RPG podcasts but tired of the same old crowds of people who take the game maybe a little bit too seriously? Do you yearn for charismatic hosts stopping at nothing to make each other laugh and have a good time? Do you love the sound of local NPCs or quest givers getting harassed to no end? Come listen to the Legion of Renalp, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. That's Legion of R-E-N-O-B. Listen to us on iTunes or anywhere that your earholes can find a podcast. Let's face it, if you're here, you like listening to goofy people play D&D. So give them a listen and maybe subscribe, why don't you? Now, I don't know about you, but I think it's time to get to the episode. Let's hit it and crit it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Improvised Weapons. Uh, if you joined us last time, you got to hear the book. They read the book, The Tome of the Deep Wrath, and got to know all of its juicy secrets. Uh, <laughs> they also got to see if they could tell the difference between eggs and mountains. Uh, <laughs> they figured it out. They were mountains. <laughs> Uh, they they now sort of know what it is they need to do. Uh, apparently at some point in the past, Ajia cried a tear that fell to the ground in the mountains, and they are on the search for that, as it is said to be the only thing that can break the seed, the seed being Elder Zoln. They finished reading the book, discussed it for a little while, and then decided that they needed to figure out the best way to get to the mountains. Uh, they Cassian is just dead set on getting an airship, whatever that is. Um... <laughs> And they uh, they set out uh, to uh, to go talk to Kathak to have him sort of arrange passage for them. On the way, while Ildov was disguised as Gulric and Cassian was disguised as a pedophile. <laughs> well, well played. So I said that perfectly, purposely, because I knew he was drinking at that exact moment. Uh, 
<laughs> they, <laughs> it's your table, man. I know. <laughs> they set out to uh, to to go and speak with Kathak. On the way to there, they realized a they did not know where Kathak was uh, because they gave him the day off. Uh, but b they were also uh, waylaid a little bit because they saw just the wisp of a purple robe disappearing around a corner. They followed it uh, as far as they could, uh, but eventually lost it, finding only an open sewer grate, uh, which means that, that they assume that it would somehow went underground. So they uh, they know that that is sort of in the wing in the wind as well. Uh, but they eventually track down Kathak at his home. And uh, first of all, easily convinced him that there was nothing going on between Gulric and Olash. <laughs> so he is very secure in that now. His his demeanor changed instantly uh, mm-hmm. at that moment, so he feels much better. And he and Mandrake are now on the job trying to find some sort of flying transportation. <laughs> I have a vision. It's, it's like a ship, but it goes in the air. I know that sounds like the ravings of a madman. I don't think it was described that well to them. That that's yeah, the uh, but they are they are doing their darndest, trying to find whatever they can. And in the meantime, uh, Ildov and Cassian headed back to Gulric's mansion to discuss everything with the group. And that is where we pick up. So you've now returned. Olash and Yarfik are are there. Olash has calmed the horses and spoken with the horses and petted them and, you know, changed their hay out and their water and everything, so the, the livestock's all good. And, like we're playing um, a game of dragon cards. Just yeah, Yarfik has not snuck into the basement and killed Gulric while you were away. Um, so, uh, so you've returned now. What are you, uh, what you talking about? Olash, don't worry. Cleared it up. You are good to go. <laughs> that makes it sound like you just you just found out that he doesn't have gonorrhea. <laughs> we went to the Planned Parenthood. <laughs> we got tested. Staying healthy. Um. It's a shoulder bob. Yeah. yeah, you can't see it, but whenever I sing, I usually bob my shoulders. <laughs> Um, very musical theatery of you. Oh dear, yeah. Uh, so he definitely Olash, likes you. By the way, his face lit up. Oh, when, he is when so into you. Like it's, it's yeah. He was like crying, I think, because he thought that you and Golrick had, you know. He's got full range of emotions. That's great. <laughs> he's got it bad for you, girl. Is he's what we're comfortable saying. processing his emotions, that which is, is a great sign. For. Yeah. So you, you guys Emotional got into that. Intelligence. Did, you, did you describe to him exactly what we need for transportation? I did. I asked... Well, no. I mean, yeah. I asked for something that that could fly, like transportation that can fly. I did uh, neglect to tell him how many of us there would be. <laughs> but also, you know, that's tough to describe because I can't be like... And also... A fifth person that's invisible, but we'll you know we'll see what happens. I uh, we also had an idea that we could ask Lizen or Cheshire to see if they like know anything, if they know like where we could find. transportation. Transportation. Like regular transportation that could get. Well, we've us got there. the horses, right? And our oxen. Yeah, we can go on our own. Yeah, if if, if the, that's the backup plan. Like, if we can't find anything faster, we're definitely taking the wagon and the oxen. I just feel like the, if... The longer we wait we, here, the closer it gets to Elder Zone Rising. I'd like to get on the road as quick as possible, if we can. I agree, but yeah, I think we, could... we know the mountains are too far away for us to get there and back in five days, even if we knew exactly where we were going. So I say, 
Anything we can do to speed that up before we leave, great. If not, we take the slow way and this city rolls the dice. Are we still going to talk to the Temple of Ajia? Yes, that was the next move, I think. Okay. I Can I just interject? Because I think we might be about to go on like a very long journey. Olash, do you want to like confess your feelings to Kathak before we go? Oh my god, what if he's dead when we get back? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never have told him. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Oh, it did say lovers will be parted by the rift of death. Good memory. That's exactly what I said. We were all stuck in the children becoming parents, but that's... Cassian may not remember much, but he remembers drama. <laughs> Cassian, do you have... Cassian loves TNT. That's <laughs> <laughs> my guilty pleasure. God. Cassian, do you have anyone you need to talk to about that as well, or...? I mean, I don't know how many lovers you found here, but... I, I wouldn't say... I don't like to put labels on it. Uh... <laughs> With Cassian, it's really just ships passing in the night, you know? Airships passing <laughs> For those who can't see, Nicole just hit her hat. <laughs> So. Right, let's set this up. Let's set this date up. Let's get it going. Um, should we talk to Lysen first? Because I think if the ideal would be that we have our airship or whatever ready to go. <laughs> you are just yeah. pushing and pushing. Right, like, yeah, yeah, we should talk to Lysen Cassine first. is a man with a dream. Talk um, to Lysen and then... Like, we should have it gassed up and ready to go by the time the temple comes Does knocking. It, well, we, well, okay, well, we need to get this going as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Things are turning behind the scenes. If it's flying from magic, it probably doesn't need gas, but... <laughs> magic, magicked up then. Yeah. <laughs> we want to have its ether tanks all topped off. All right. Encore. Well, we got a shitload of that in the basement. So. What bar was Lizen in? Lizen was in the fatted calf. The fatted oh, the fatty calf! Mixed up fatty calf. All right. Should we head there? It's like we're playing all the greatest hits of our game. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll have to have you see Caractica at some point. Seventy <laughs> percent of the campaign has just been us going to different bars, <laughs> talking to people. So it's like our real lives. Yeah, we're um, so relatable. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll go there. We should not be with Gulric for this one, right? Or oh yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Doug and, and Co. Right? We're yeah, Doug and Co. Outside the system. Yeah. Are we leaving Gulric's mansion just all alone, no, not guarded. Oh. There's no guards left. Oh shit! What if Kathak comes back while we're gone? Maybe you should stay. Maybe behind. I should hang Maybe behind, and you guys should, should go. Hang back, and if Kathak shows up, then you have a giant mansion. You're Parents are home. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got some horses to watch your bed. Uh, I want to. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. What do you? Would you I'm rather? happy to stay. The only reason I think that I you should, should I stay, stay is because if anyone who isn't Kathak shows yeah. up, it'd yeah. be better if Gorik is there and not. Yeah, I think so I should. Random. I should probably stay. Okay. You should go. Okay. Cool. Okay. So should be you all right by yourself. I could also stay with you. I can also stay because there's no reason for me to go. I don't know Lysen or anything else. <laughs> so it's <laughs> just me any, going. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so just me and Olash then, or what's the plan? Yeah, sure, sure. All right, cool. All right, we I'll, we put I'll on keep our checking on the prisoners downstairs. Cassian puts on his fanciest duds, puts on his shutter shades, and we take head down to the fatty cat. Cassian, Cassian, take off the mustache. Please. Oh yeah, I take the mustache. <laughs> I feel like Cast he did that. Into the flames. He like burst through the door and took all of that off. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, uh, <laughs> Cassian and Olash, head down to the fatty cash. 
<laughs> and you walk in, and um, did you guys meet Lizen? I think we all did when we were liquoring Cheshire mm, up, right? Or did we not really talk no, to him? No, I think that? it was just Doug. <laughs> but we know what he looks like, right? Ooh, no. Do you? Oh my god! <laughs> hey, turn around and go back. <laughs> So, instead of trying to get an airship, let's get everything else done. Because <laughs> it's just not working. Uh, You're wasting you, daylight. You, you, you do. Is, I keep forgetting you, that these characters don't all have smartphones. <laughs> you do and, know his name. Okay. I guess before we turn around and head back, we, we could just ask we just around. ask, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's an elf. Uh, did you tell us that before we left? Yeah, that much. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Are there more um, than one elf in this bar? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well, he's not asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. As to the best of your recollection, describe exactly who was in the bar last time. Uh, um, roll perception checks. Fatty cash. Tap. Uh, 16. 16. My, my stunner shades are partially blocking my face. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Fashion is... Such, you pay a price for it. Uh, yeah, there you do see one elf in the bar. <laughs> Maybe that's him. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, cool. I, um, I I walk over to him and I say, would you by any chance be Lizen? Uh, my my friend Doug uh, recommended your services. Ah, oh, yes. Yes, I am Lizen. Well, How Lizen, is Doug? Doug is excellent. Um, he's, he's at home rehearsing for a big gig tonight. Uh, outside the system is, is playing uh, later on at... Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter where. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'm just I'm curious. Uh, I'm told that you're possibly the best at uh, at finding people. Uh, how how are you at finding uh, goods and services? Goods and services are often attached to the people that run them. Cassian is like mentally picturing <laughs> somebody like physically plugged into their their little apple cart. Okay, um, I say well, what I'm looking for is uh, some kind of extremely fast mode of transportation. Ideally, some sort of air ship. Uh, like, a, like a ship or, or something capable of carrying several people and their equipment uh, and flying. Is, does such a thing, can such a thing be found? Um, so y you're looking for a, a, sh a ship? Yes. That sails in the air? Yes. Or, or something that could accomplish the same things that an air-flying ship could do. A, a giant a balloon, say. Uh, right, right, yes. Um, I don't know what drugs you've been to, <laughs> but if you could kindly tell me where you got them, I certainly know some people who would be interested. But to know, then. I mean, just t time out real quick. You did say that, like, hot air balloon technology exists in this world, right? Yes. Okay. Airships do not. Okay, okay. I say uh, perhaps some sort of dirigible. Do you know where, where, where one might acquire that? Um, I'm not aware of there being any within the city. Damn. Uh, where, if you, if you were, let's say you were aware of some somewhere, where would the closest one be? I mean, I'm sure that they are experimenting with things of that nature in Mindspring on the other side of the mountains, and uh, possibly, you know, up north in some larger city centers, but uh, mm. 
nothing within a, a day or two's ride? No, not that I'm aware of. No, I mean, I be, Sprocket, I'm sure that they've done some sort of contraption of the like that you're looking for, but that's... Sprocket? Where, uh, the Gnome City, far to the south. How far to the south? Probably at least a four days' ride. All right, well, uh, well, I appreciate your help, Lizen. I guess I'd tip him, like, five gold just for his, his time and his trouble. Okay, he um, gladly accepts uh, it. T- uh, ten silver. <laughs> so one gold. So, yeah, so one gold. I mean, he's Or are you giving him ten ownership. silver pieces instead of one gold? Oh, no, one gold, one gold. Thirty, one gold. 30 um, silver pieces. Okay, I say, um, well, well, thanks for your trouble. I'll de- certainly keep you in mind uh, if, I, if, I, if I have need of finding anything else in the future, and I bid you a good day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, before you go... Oh, yes. Uh, where where is Doug performing tonight? Oh, uh, he yeah, is performing Cassian. at. Um, where is Doug performing? That it's <laughs> it's a casino in the barter. I disremember the name. Um, the big the big casino in the barter. What's that called again? <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> I think he obviously doesn't remember the casino we went into. <laughs> Oh no, what is it? Oh, it's no, a natural it's one. one. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a one natural one, make it easy. Holy shit. Oh man, how am I going to penalize you for that? <laughs> <laughs> An airship falls on him. So, you... <laughs> that would be a reward. Yeah. Uh, so, you, um, you start to say. You know, he he calls you back, says, "Where is Doug performing?" And you sort of turn around with this flourish. And as you do, there's a a, a bar wench walking past you with a tray of drinks that you just smack into. So in the middle of of trying to say this, like, "Oh, it's the big casino," he you just like he is just covered now with ale, and he's got a very sour look on his face. I'm I'm so terribly sorry, Lyson. Uh, I, I, well, I got a little flustered. The truth is, he, he's not performing anywhere. I was just trying to cover for him because he's, he's laid up with venereal disease. Too many groupies. <laughs> Dude, you are ruining Doug's reputation. Dude, this is what happens when you say passing Hold on, hold on. Roll deception. <laughs> uh, 17. Oh. oh, no, 20. 20. Not natural, I'm Not natural, no. <laughs> He looks you square in the eye, takes his water glass, which is now half full of ale, and pours it out on your feet. <laughs> and then turns back to the bar and, like, does that sort of head swish. Uh, and his his hair and the ale soaking into it just sort of smacks at you. <laughs> at me or into me? Uh, the, the ale hit you, it hits you that, like, trails off of his hair. He is... He is clearly done talking to you. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that message received. Okay, I I head out. <laughs> I head back home. <laughs> uh, and your fancy duds now have some some it's beer. A, uh, price of doing business, I guess. Well, I'd call that uh, not a total success. Um, as you're walking back, uh, each of you roll a perception check. Drip, drip, and drip, and drip. All of us. Uh, the two people who are out. Oh. Ten. I've literally rolled a ten for the last four perception checks. Uh, eight. Eight? Uh, you don't see anything. Nothing out of the ordinary. That doesn't sound ominous. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, uh, we head back to Gullerick's fancy mansion. Fancy schmancy mansion. Okay, what's happening? <clears throat> We're playing cards now. 
I'm cheating. Yep, of <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, no one has, uh, has come like, up to the mansion in the meantime. Okay. Well, I walk in and I say, well, Lizen hates us now. <laughs> what did you do? That's all right. Doug can win him back. Yeah. Don't, um, <laughs> don't, like, get, you know, touch him or anything as Doug. <laughs> what did you... Oh, what Cassian. did Cassian. Come on, man. Do you have to like get in fights it's, with all of the people we know? I didn't get in a fight with him. You're I, covered I in just, ale. I accidentally spilled a bunch of drinks on him. It was a, look. You accidentally spilled a bunch of drinks on him. It, I, One, two, three. There was a there was a, a server walking by, and I just couldn't quite stick the flourish. Wait, I'm but sorry. why shouldn't Doug touch him? Uh, he I, he might have just somewhere or other got the idea that. You are laid up with the clap. From somewhere or other, huh? All right, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, I think that Doug is lovable enough I'll to look, overcome I'm going to agree with you on that one. But... Look, we all anyway, love Doug. There's no question about that's, that. Uh, anyway, apparently who, some people love Doug more than others. <laughs> Doug just Doug, a lot of him. people love Doug. That's why he's <laughs> laid up with the clap. Um <sighs> So what, what do they okay, say about anyway, the airship? Yeah, back it's, to the it's a no-go. Probably the closest place we could get an airship is in the Gnome City four days to the south. That seems like a detour that we don't yeah. need to take. Because then that's another four-day flight. Maybe we should How, just take the horses. Here's a question, Sam. Mm-hmm. Where, um, where is Blackbeak Academy relative to the mountains? Where you guys are, the mountains are a little bit north and east. Blackbeak is, is sort of more like... Southeast, not not like directly south. It's like southeast. East. So how far out of our way would it be? It would be. It would probably extend the journey by a couple of days, just because you'd be going like straight out and then up instead of straight there. Just wondering. I I bet we could find somebody there who could enchant our wagon to make it fly. You really have a hard on for flying <laughs> things, don't you? We ha- we got ground to cover. I mean, if you have a better idea of how to get to the mountain, but and we take the wagon and we go. On- like those extra days of traveling there, I feel like we would wind up just getting to the mountains at pretty much the same time. Hmm. All right, fine. We can just we can hope. Uh, it should also be noted, and you would know this: enchanting items is really expensive. Okay. Like prohibitively. Well, you've okay. done some nice things for Blackbeak, though. You never know. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just you know right. what? Well, I mean, let's, let's go to the temple and yes, we should get um maybe. Maybe it, maybe Kathak will have some success, but I I think a couple of us should go to the temple. A couple others should go get the oxen and mm-hmm. the wagon yeah, and yeah. bring it over here. Pack up, get Gullrig in it, and we'll go. We have to bring the guard to Utesh too. We can leave him on the outside of town, tell her where, he, where she is. We can leave a message as we go back to get our oxen with Mel. Uh, is that what we decided to do with the guard? That does not. That just seems like that's what that's that's the mistake that every. Every bad guy makes when they just like leave the person but there. Good guys, so it's not a mistake. Well, good or bad, seems like we're just giving him an opportunity to like wriggle out of his. Yeah, we. Bondage. I think I we absolutely. Times mm-hmm. we, yeah. we absolutely need them to be like gone in hands. when the when the temple people get here, so that they can't spin it. So then, yeah. someone should go get the wa- wagons. So we yeah. can throw them in and take them okay. out, and then Agreed. we can get a, we can leave a message with Utesh's contact at the at the at the, uh, at, the at the inn, and then. Okay. So it makes sense for Yarfik to go to the temple, right? Probably. Okay. I can stay. I'm wondering, I know we're not sure we can trust the Tempered Steel, but it might make sense to leave some 
warning with them just in case we can we can trust them. You know, like if they're in on the plot, right? They already know that it's going down in five days. I I don't know if they're in on the plot, but they're part of the prophecy that they're going to struggle against this, like the waves crashing against the wall. Like they are part of bringing this about. Are they part of bringing it about or part of standing against it? I mean, can they maybe save some lives holding it off? You know? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I assume... I guess the temple people probably will mention something to the Tempered Steel, because they basically run this town, right? As far as we know. It's a pickle. No, no, I ate those earlier on my Dagwood. They were oh, delicious. Okay. All right, well, temple first. We can decide as we go. Well, our oxen first cart up. We can actually just dr- drop the message at the temple on our way no. out of town. Okay. Yeah, okay. With the copy of the book that I'm copying? Yeah. Have you have you finished transcribing it? I mean, I checked on them a couple times, but have I finished transcribing the book? Well, were you doing that, or were you playing cards? <laughs> I was playing cards. I haven't started transcribing the book. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'll, All right. I'll get yeah. to transcribing it. While we go get the oxen, yeah. I guess. Okay. I'll, I'll go so back to the ceasefire. You're heading to the ceasefire to get Daybreak and the oxen in the wagon. Olash, you want to come with me in case we get jumped? Sounds good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm going to stay behind in case I, I need, I need to muscle. be Golric. Right, right. I need my muscle. So, uh, you guys are walking through the streets. Each of you roll perception. Uh, 22. Six. Uh, Cassian, you see, (laughs) uh, similarly as before, you see just the wisp of a purple robe disappear around a corner. Ahead of me? Yeah. I say, oh, gosh, I think we're being watched. By who? (laughs) Uh, the purple robes. We've, I've seen them skulking around two of the three times that I've been out of the house today. And the third time, it's vanishingly possible that I might have let my guard down long enough to miss it. Should we maybe follow them? Maybe. Cool. Yeah, let's try. Let's <laughs> okay. try. Yeah, we're going to try and follow them. <clears throat> uh, okay, so you go up to the corner where you saw that, that wisp disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys Scooby-Doing around the yep. corner? Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, Cassian's head pops out. Olash's head pops out above his <laughs> <laughs> around the corner. Um, and you see uh, maybe like... 30 feet or so down the street, wisp of a purple robe disappear into an alley. These guys are just so friggin' wispy. All right, is it, are, where are we relative to the last time we saw the, one of these guys skulking? Different area of the city. Okay. So not near that same place you were before. I guess we hustle up to the edge of that alley and try to peep. Okay. So are you, like, trying to be stealthy? What do you... Yeah, I'm trying to avoid tipping him off to the fact that we're following him, if possible. Okay, roll stealth real quick. 20, not natural. Uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as you uh, a- approach the edge of the um, the alleyway, you're you're sort of, like, casting, you've pressed yourself against the wall, and you're, like, trying to be quiet, and Olash is, uh, has, like, tripped over a bucket. Um <laughs> You're still you have like you didn't like fall down. It's not pratfall or anything like that. Um, but it's making a little bit more noise than you you want it to be making. And by the time you uh, peer around the alleyway, around the corner rather, into the alleyway, uh, there's nobody there. But looking into the back, you can see it's a dead end. And there's no sewer grate this time. No, there's a sewer grate. It's just not up. I guess um, we. I, I'm going to cautiously approach the sewer grate, okay. looking around for other, like, doors and exits from this alley. Are there any, or is it just, just the sewer, pretty much? Uh, no, it's just the sewer. I, I motion a lush over, I say, you can, you can see in darkness, right? Yes. Do you want to, I, I lift the grate aside and, and ask her what she sees. Okay, are you just, like, 
looking down into the grate, or are you going to jump down? Are you peeking your head in? Can What's... I? Yeah. Can I just like pop my head <laughs> in? Vertical Scooby Doo. <laughs> sure. So you vertical Scooby Doo. Uh, Cassian holds your feet. <laughs> uh, roll a perception check. Nat twenty. Noise. Boom. You see everything. <laughs> you see time itself. Uh, no, you um, you don't actually see. Uh, like a purple robed figure, uh, but you do hear splashing that sounds like footsteps, and it's it's going uh, farther away. Like it, uh, it's it's certainly it's outside the sixty foot range of your dark vision, but you can definitely hear like there's someone who is at this point running. Mm, he knows we're following him. What do you think? Do you think it's worth trying to chase this guy down in the sewers? I don't think we should go down just the two of us. But you can make it if you try. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. You know, Thank you. Someone had to do head. it. It was in my head. You're right. No, we have it. a mission. We have a mission. We'll deal with this sewer conspiracy later. Um, <laughs> Big sewer. Sewers, outhouses. There yeah. is a definite theme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I shut the sewer up again. And I'm, Cassian, by the way, has been... Did like, you let her get out first? I... <laughs> <laughs> I have made three people almost spit take today. <laughs> Coming for you, Lindsay. <laughs> Cassian is writing down where all of these entrances mm-hmm. are, by the way, that we've um, seen them disappear into. Okay. I think they're using the sewers. Yeah, I'm just saying it might be relevant which specific sewers they're entering into. Okay, so I guess we we keep going. Yeah, to, so you continue to on fire. to the ceasefire. Um, are you just going to collect the the wagon and your and your animals, or? Yeah, I th- I think so. Oh, we wanted to t- let Millicent know too. Right. right. Yeah. So I we go inside and uh, I look around for Millicent. Okay, so you go inside. It's um sort of just the the very beginning of of like dinner time it's early bird dinner time right now um so uh it's it's not terribly busy um and you you track her down pretty easily she okay. you know she's one of the few people on the floor sort of moving around i'm going to try to avoid blowing up her spot i'm going to sort of try to inconspicuously catch her eye and then walk over to a table cool yeah um so you you sort of signal to her and you can see she's she doesn't look as busy as she has in in the past when you've tried to get her attention. Um, so she she sees and then just sort of like curtly nods at you as you two go and and away to a table. Uh, after a couple of minutes, she comes over and says, uh, "You know, all right, what uh, what can I what can I get you?" I say, um, "I'll take a nail, but more importantly, uh, you need to let Utesh know if if she contacts you that uh, our outfit will be." leaving the city for for a while um we need to retrieve something very important in the mountains um but something terrible is going to happen in this city in five days on the day of was it remembrance uh, yeah imperamast is the uh, of, uh, on, on imperamast i cannot overstress how bad of a place to be this city is going to be um something powerful and evil is going to erupt here and you and anyone you care about should probably not be here when that happens. Right. Uh, um, and what would you like? <laughs> <laughs> milk. Ale and milk, okay. Um, I'm going to slip her a gold piece as well for her troubles. Okay. Is this your personal gold or is this party gold? Personal. I don't. Okay. I mean, the party gold is, I guess, in the bag of holding with 
so I guess that is with us, but. Either way, I just want to make sure, because I'm, I'm the accountant now, I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's just Cassian's personal. So she takes the gold, she goes off to the bar, comes back with a mug of ale and a, a, a nice glass of milk, and goes, um, so I, what, should I, should I just go? Well, again, I think you should let Utesh know if possible. I, th- I think that what's coming is going to be too big and too bad for, you know, even, even Utesh and the Coilers to do much about, so... I, I don't know that there's much that you can do to keep yourself safe, except just not be here. I, I, should we ev- evacuate the city? If there's a protocol for that, uh, I would say absolutely. Yeah, if there's a way to arrange for that to happen. The thing is, it's it's all tied up with some stuff, but Gulric de Tuop is part of this conspiracy. Roll persuasion. Uh, 23, not natural. Well... I guess that's not a thing. <laughs> Goddamn 23-sided dice. <laughs> Gulfwick? He's, n- he's not who he pretends to be. Oh my god. It goes deep, literally and figuratively. <laughs> the sewers are involved. <laughs> you want to sound credible. Oh my god. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. I let her know, and if there is some way to sort of sound the alarm, you know, let the city guard know that something terrible is coming, absolutely do it. The more, the fewer civilians there are in this city when it happens, the better. Okay. Uh, I, I, I've got to go. I've yeah. got to write to my parents. Definitely do that. It's not all on you, by the way. We're going to let um, the Temple of Aegea know as well. So. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you are the savior She walks of the world. away. Okay, so, and um, uh, then I guess we'll talk to the innkeep and get our stuff. Mm-hmm. We can head back. We can fast track through that. You talk to the innkeep. Uh, he says, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you're going on a, on a journey. Great. And he, um, you know, obviously lets you take your own things. Are you retrieving all your stuff from your rooms as well? I don't know how much stuff we left in there, but yeah, if there is. You anything. probably have, like, travel sacks and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so you get all your stuff. Loaded into the wagon. I'm assuming you say hi to Beatrice and Claude. Of course. I take the complimentary mint off my pillow. For the rope. <laughs> Put it in your pocket for later. Oh, and a couple of those uh, little travel bottles of shampoo too. <laughs> I'm definitely. Of course. It gets smelly on the road, you know. Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta prepare. That that hair isn't. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's your natural honestly, hair, but it doesn't work. just look like that. So you, yeah, you take all of that stuff, all the free stuff, steal a couple towels, and you uh, load up the wagon and and harness the oxen, and uh, I'm assuming, uh, Olash, you're going to drive the wagon, and Cassian, you're going to ride Daybreak back over to Gulrix. Yeah. So you, uh, you do that. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. And don't forget about the Legion of Renat. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you cast for pods. It helps raise our profile and makes us visible to more people. You can support the show at patreon.com slash IWVTCast and get yourself some sweet rewards, including a whole other weekly podcast and the knowledge that you're helping us make the show better. Our next live show is fast approaching, Saturday, April 21st, 6 p.m. at Vermont Comedy Club. 
Hit up vtcomedy.com to reserve your seats, of which there are not many left, so act quickly. And if you're going to be at PAX East this weekend, you might just see our friendly neighborhood DM walking around. Stop and say hi, and you'll get something for your trouble. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro are by Adam Rabin. You can check out all of his work at imadeitup.com. Tune in next time as the party loads up the wagon and makes their final arrangements to leave Bostafier. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>